At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. Three on a football Friday of VSIN primetime alongside Sean King, who's a liar, and our next guest, Jared Smith from Pixwise. I'm gonna get you. Hello. Don't, worry, don't you worry. Yeah, lean, lean back. I want to get a good view of my favorite fighting Irish alum here. Excited for the big week. Big, Sticks big. and stones may break my bones. And you're not going to change me. I, I, I am a person that uplifts, no, enhances, you You've been talking. supports, develops, grows. Like, you're going to have to adapt to the good. You, you, you're just a terrible person right now. You want to tear down, diminish, I mean, dissuade. It, it, it's, it's, you spent three hours. It's really sad. Because you spent like, three hours last night talking about how Russell Wilson, a future Hall of Famer, was washed and was terrible. Oh, he about to play his way out of the Hall of Fame if this keeps up. He man. was bad last night. Yeah. yeah, but no, you, keep, you keep talking about the positivity there. People people have no idea what kind of ruse he's trying to put on here. All right, but we have a guest. Ruse, let's speak, that's a big word. Let's speak kindly in front of our <laughs> next guest. Put on some ruse before the show, a little. Right. Jared Wise with us, at Jared, uh, Jared Wise. I did what you do. Very wise. I do what you do. <laughs> Incredibly Sean, wise. Sean's been called Jared, hey, Jared Wise as for the Nick, past like, as, as, as Nikki Pat said during the last break, God. I've mastered how to occupy space in other people's minds. Rent that, free. That, yes, rent free. Jared Smith, at Jared Lee Smith. Yeah, yeah, you're doing a great job. Hey, remember, what, remember that time USF beat BYU? Um... <laughs> Jared, we got a, a baseball game coming up here we shortly. Do. You're the Nerfy King. I am. Um, doesn't not, spell well. Not, doesn't not spell self- well. No, yeah, but I'll be honest, well. though. Sean can attest. It's been a good year for Nerfy. It has been. It has it's been, been a good year for Nerfy. It was a good last day. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was enjoying just tailing those, having fun on the should've, show. She got involved a lot earlier. The um, fun was going all year. Actually, you know, before I want to move anything, so if anyone was with us last, last hour, we had our confidence plays. Can we throw up our confidence picks just real quick? Yeah, I want to see these. All right, so we have confidence plays. Um, and we do this every week. We have 15 points to play with them. We have a big dog. And I didn't even get to finish my selections because Sean rudely interrupted me when I asked a question to the group. So Sean, like he normally does, thinks there's no receipts and there's no anything else. So can we please show the text message exchange from this <laughs> got week? got the receipts. So I asked the question, can we do team totals? Britain said, sides only, we're keeping it simple. And I said, yes, I do. I want 
And I said, fine, sides only. Sean's response, he can do whatever he wants. A cash ticket is a cash ticket. I like that response. I, I agree. And then I put up a first half under and a team total. <laughs> and what does this hypocrite do? He tries to berate me on national television. You got to remember, there are receipts. You give a guy an inch, he tries to take a mile. Me being a man of the people... <laughs> My, By the, the way, the accommodating person I, I, that I am. I would like. I would like. I was presented with. I would like. He to, wants to do one particular thing. Okay, a cash ticket is a cash ticket. Fine. Then this turns into now we got first half totals and what's next? You can do it. Player alt, props. Alt lines. Yeah. By the way, alt lines. Like what's let next? Let me let me ask you a question right now. The two of you. If I play under twenty one, a team total, at this book, is it minus one ten? Most likely. Yeah. Yes. What is the side of a game? What's the juice, Sean? That's fair. Minus 110. Actually, I have meant it a disservice to myself. You pay, pull up my plays. I have a team total under that's actually plus money, but I'm erasing that and just using it as a normal confidence selection. <coughs> How about this? Under do, team do total. Ever fancies you. Because you're going to get your butt kicked either way. So What's just, the standings of this so far? We've uh, been a few can weeks. We, can right? you put the standings up, Sean please? is up 13 to 11. Right? Yeah. All right, can so you he, put the standings up, please? I mean, it is a fair, like, you know, to be the to be the uh, man, you got to beat the man, right? So, you know, at least yeah. give him a little love for that. Uh, yeah, you know, now he's behind. Now we want to, you know, institute he, all of these I understand gimmicks. Tim's approach. He wants to find an edge. I get it. And it seems like you at least agreed to allow him that edge to play team totals. <sighs> You but know, you're also it, ahead, so what you afraid yeah, of? Just I'm, I'm not afraid of anything, but I've been down this road with him. This isn't a new relationship. That's fair. This has been tried and tested over time. I don't know what you guys got if skeletons you give in the closet, him, but... If you give him a week where he can do Auburn team total and first half under him, there's no limit to what but we'll have But why are you worried? To... You're ahead. Tim's loving this right now because I do kind of see his point a little bit. If you told him yes in the text. Well, I first of all, I was tired of the, my phone, the group chat, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. It's called, you know, it it's took called them working, like 12 right back and forth like to figure out what they wanted to do. preparing for a show. I just was like, okay, whatever, whatever. Studio one. Sounds like this is a, a therapy. We need to get couples therapy for studio. I mean, trust me, I, I, therapy for people who work Here's together Here's the thing, we get, along, we get along fine. The interesting thing is the reason Sean is winning the contest, and it's not, I'm not taking anything away from him. Well, you can't, because I'm winning. Because of the rule. How he, can you take away from the champ? The rule he instituted, which was, you're calling yourself the champ already well, after if, five if it, weeks. If it ended right now, yeah. yeah. And if it ended two weeks ago, I would have won by 12 points. So the rule that you instituted was the big dog, which is a free roll, and you've been able to hit three of those. Your record is 9, 10, and 1 in games you've actually selected. Hey, listen, all I know is you put a certain amount of tickets through the window. Some have X amount of risks. Others have X amount of risks. Then you go back to the window. You get all your tickets because, back. Because, no, no, no. Because in, in You normal, hope to get back more money. Because in normal betting, Jared. you had Jared, all the tickets when you got Because gave. in normal betting, Jared, we all get free rolls, right? Because <laughs> that's, that's normal. Certain books do. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the one we're in now doesn't. By the and way, that's why we love them. Can we uh, can we give some thoughts? Is this game about to uh, get going? Mets and uh, and and uh, Padres here. I thought the line was a little short for a Scherzer start at home. That was my initial gut. Minus one fifty. He's usually a two dollar home favorite. Um, and I know you Darvish is accomplished, mm -hmm. but I don't know if I would put him on that plane of Scherzer where you're not giving the Mets a really big boost and they're not really making they're not really they don't care though they're, they're willing clearly they're willing to take Mets action based off of this line I mean everyone's betting the Mets especially with a number that short so yeah that would concern it right that doesn't really pass the smell test right Tim yeah a little uh, a little fishy there yeah uh and uh look Scherzer has won a World Series something that you know race fans may never know what that means and uh <laughs> you know he's been in big spots but I do think he's he he has the the propensity at times to get a little too amped up. And I just saw a video not shortly ago of him stalking around. You know, he gets so juiced up. And look, there's a guy that he's going to face very early on in this lineup that he knows very well in Juan Soto. I can't wait to see that match. Agreed. And also, in general, someone who has tracked every freaking nerfy this year, <laughs> the, Mets, the Mets at home are a pretty good scoring team in the first inning. So good. your Scherzer handicap obviously has value because I saw like minus 180 for this nerfy. But also the Mets against Darvish, 
the Mets have been plucky at home in the first inning this year. They're one of the top uh, first inning scoring rate teams in Major League Baseball. So All right, positive side on both there. Let's get a run home in this first inning. It's been some, uh, at least early on, some low scoring games. Um, by the way, we've got three games in the can already. Real quickly, Jared, were there any series plays that you had pre-flop in the uh, in the wild card round no i've been playing it really well first of all our football world has been <laughs> yeah it, it, it's, it's hard a, to it's a tough stray week. from it. it it's a tough week and and you know we talk about it on the show but i think in general there is value in the series bets especially i would say not the three team not like the three gamers are still new yep but when we get to the next round and especially the uh, lcs the seven gamers tend to have value because over time, over the long haul, it's not like football, one roll of the dice, anything can happen in a playoff game. It, they tend to get, you get a more true result. Um, but also, I the first thing that popped out to me when I was looking at the results today, Luis Castillo, man, maybe the Mariners actually underpaid <laughs> for Luis. If he's going to be that good, he is, a, he is a difference maker in the postseason. When you can throw a guy out there like that and he's a stopper, that turns a five-game series into a four-game series. Makes it very hard to to you know look at that Mariners team and not take them very seriously. You know, I was you know watching that, and <clears throat> all I could think about was what in the heck were the Yankees thinking? That's what I'm saying. I agree. Like, if they and had Castillo and had kept Montgomery, <laughs> yes. I mean, I'd be thinking they were a no-brainer yes. to win this thing. Yes. But they didn't get Castillo and gave away Montgomery. Has he played yet? Uh, well, Bader, Bader's Bader, been okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he, he came and he, I would say he, he's a spark plug. But, I know but you're talking about I know a guy. Played, but I mean like, yeah, he hasn't, he's played okay. Yeah. He's been okay. He hadn't warranted. Not what Luis Castillo. Right. What Luis Castillo did today turns an average team into a World Series. Absolutely. Contender, just like that. Yeah. Seven and a third scoreless Mariners. First win in a uh, playoff game since 2001. By the way, Jerks and Profar led off with a single and now, uh, Juan Soto at the plate against his former For those of you that tell me in the uh, me and Tim in Houston, Memphis, no shot. <laughs> we couldn't be on the wrong side. I mean, we couldn't be further on the wrong side than we are tonight. Hopefully we could get a uh, UCF second half situation because they look. I yeah. Can't, I can't. Tim I can't and I wrote them it. off the other night. Like, uh, we were already I, I saying said it on the Sharks air. were right. I said it on the air. I was like, bet. I was like, bet SMU. Uh, this is uh, this is the right side. Uh, real quickly before we hit a break, Jared Smith joining us from Pixwise. Uh, looking at the NFL card, um, favorite play that's jumping out at you uh, on Sunday? So it's moved, and I, I unfortunately it's not really a game that we probably can play at this price. But I don't think there's any way the Bucks don't uh, you know put a whooping on. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah, that to me, I, at so least I, by seventeen. I got in at eight. Nice. That was my first bet of the week. It's my best bet of the week. The column dropped on PicksWise.com last night. Um, and then I put him in a teaser, too. Now it's, it's blown through that teaser number. Yeah. Um, but I, to me, that's a great spot. I heard a great nugget about favorites um, of seven or more in London. You would say the Packers are probably a safe teaser play also this week. I don't think so. I would lean to them on, on the side as well. Um, there's a couple of other interesting games. Listen, I think this Dolphins-Jets game is fascinating. I mean, this was a three-point spread over the summer. And now it's still sitting at three, three and a half, even with the move from two to Bridgewater. So you would think that there's a little value on the Jets, especially if Zach Wilson can continue to find some of that. That's all my confidence picks, too. Yeah. Which one? Jets plus yeah, three and a half. Yeah, I getting the hook there is big. I didn't have to use any team totals or first half totals either. I'm just happy that you instituted a rule that's given you 15 points. By the way, we're definitely on the wrong side of these Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> Memphis up 14 to nothing. Looking good. Glad I didn't put that one in my confidence selections. More with Jared Smith next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love. BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology, and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Join in studio by Jared Smith from PicksWise, at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. The great. Sean King in the house, like of that. course. And uh, hey, Houston, maybe showing a little life. Uh, yeah, no, we'll bring that back. back. We are on the wrong side. That is correct. Let me repeat first, that it's again. The second quarter with 14 minutes left. You we, saw that game last night against UCF. Been playing football a long time. I know life. you have. See, I don't the doubt difference that. between last night and tonight, Memphis is scoring touchdowns. That's true. So SMU was dominating the game and kept getting in the red zone. And You're lastly, right. put his playbook and folded it all the way up until like two plays. He was getting upset with the refs during that game. He should have been getting upset with himself. He broke his headset? I don't know if they ever got that one fixed. Well, uh, I was. Uh, we were on the wrong side of that, but somehow, some way, UCF won. So. <laughs> and they won by four scores. <laughs> so we'll take it, and uh, we will happily, uh, hopefully, carry that over into a win total over for, yes. for the UCF Golden Knights. Uh, Jared, let's uh, take a look at the college card on Saturday. Uh, unless you do have uh, any opinions on what to expect tonight, Colorado State, Nevada. Colorado State catching four, three and a half. Did we get a home yes, run Yes, we did. Two-run shot. You called it, baby. Yerfies. Yerfie, Yerfie, Yerfie. See, that's called, that's called not being stubborn with our handicap. Nerfies all year. That's right, baby. And then you get to the playoffs. Yes, the numbers time flip, pimping, baby. I like it. And you're able to pivot. My man. See, y'all are just like at My each man. other's throats last segment. Now it's kumbaya. Yeah. That's what winning does, people. See, Max Scherzer. I went on a show that Jared hosted like <laughs> three years ago. Long time. And... It was right before the start of the pandemic-shortened baseball yep. season, and you asked me a baseball play. I said, Max Scherzer starting opening day. He's going to give up a home run in the first inning. And he did just that. And he did. Max Scherzer. Might have been your best handicap of all time. I mean, Max Scherzer, home runs in the first inning of important games. No matter what happens now for the Padres, the Juan Soto, Josh Bell trade was worth it. <laughs> Thank you, Josh oh, was, Bell. Oh, was that Bell? That was Josh Bell. Bell. That was Bell. We had like no a buck what, ninety-two. Yes. No matter in what San happens, Diego. yeah, that that's. Well, you could say that it. about Castillo too. To carry you know what? What we're saying from the uh, last second. We were Facts. dead. It looks like we're dead wrong on Houston, but the Yerfee comes home. The Yerfee so always what I was makes say. things sweeter. If we can get to halftime down seven or less, oh, see now he's turning his tide on I, Memphis. I'll feel like it's our <laughs> night. See what a little money does. All of a sudden, it changes your outlook on everything. Man. All right. Okay. Good throw and catch. You know, maybe maybe this is a good omen here for the weekend. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll Yerfie's see. Yerfie's two and two on the day. But I, because I have they're both Rutgers. Plus money, Rutgers positive. is making plays. Ooh. I see a guy running down the sideline. And it looks like oh. Isaac Pacheco so, reincarnated. So let this be a teaching moment if you're watching Rutgers, Nebraska. If you're running down the sideline, veering back in right into the oncoming <laughs> defender is not the best option. Just trust me. 
All right. Tonight, anything? You gonna join me in the dumpster? Yeah, no. I, I gave out Rado State for the best bet of the day on picks. Swimming with the Rams, so, baby. Well, I mean, you know, it's a handicap that I probably wouldn't make again. But again, you look at Nevada and you you ask yourself how, like three and a half, they should be favored against anybody right now. And, and people are betting it. Of course, people are betting it. People will bet anything. Uh, Clearly, we just bet a Yurfi for a team to score in the first inning. But goes to I, I double think, bet on I, Nevada. <laughs> I mean, listen, Nevada lost the incarnate word this year. And I know Colorado State's results have not Sacramento been. Sacramento State. Yeah, they, they, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, bragging about Colorado State's results. But what I'm trying to say is the floor is low for both teams. And you're giving me three and a hook. There's also a little revenge vibe here. The Colorado, Colorado State's best player, wide receiver, I, his name eludes me, but he played for Nevada the last two well, years. The whole team played for and Nevada. Yeah, the, yeah, you see you had a lot. You have a lot of crossover. Guys that were recruited to go play at Nevada. And they blasted them in Fort Collins last year, 52-10. Those kids remember that. Conference game. I wouldn't be shocked if this one's a little closer than the experts think tonight. All right. So I have a guy that I recruited. Yeah, I know you do. Bentley don't. Sanders, so I'm rolling with my guy tonight. That's my handicap. Okay. I don't blame him. All right. That's you can my do handicap. what you got to do. I'm not saying think it's my best like bet th- of the week. I think he's got like three interceptions I want some on action tonight on a football game, and yeah. I'll take three and a hook. I am hands. thinking of taking UNLV money line. Just saying. San Jose stays good. I don't feel like they're going to out athlete UNLV, so now it comes down to execution. You should have booked our San Jose State Mountain West ticket. <laughs> well, I have UNLV uh, 80-1. to one No shot. To uh, win the Mountain West. No shot. Wow. I mean, they're off to a good start. But very yeah, good I, start. I would say the... Yeah, very good start. The ceiling is the roof. Alright, enough with the uh, Mountain West analysis. <laughs> Let's get into the heavy-hitting games, and that of course would be Kansas and TCU. Oh, you know, that's the biggie. Because why wouldn't we want to talk about a 5-0 and football team and a 4-0 and football team, both undefeated against the spread, too. So they've been making people money left and right. Ultimately, one will not cover uh, because it is a six-and-a-half-point line. I'm rolling with the Horn Frogs in this spot. I know the number's high. I do have a money line parlay, too, pairing TCU with Florida against Missouri. Uh, but when you look at this spot, um, anything jump out at you here in this spot with TCU taking on Kansas? I mean, after last week, I'm running to the window to fade Kansas. But then you look at this number, and you get a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You you, you don't get as excited. Like I was really, I was. We were gung ho oh, after yeah. that game on Saturday against Iowa State. We were we're right re- we're ready to fade the Jayhawks. But now you look at that number and you, you pause a little bit. But then you look at the game handicap. Well, to me, TCU, I, I think if they get off to that good start, Kansas' only chance to win is slow the game down, get off to a lead, use their running game. Their offensive line's played well. TCU's offense is so explosive. They're not going to be settling for a whole lot of field goals anyways. So then you look at the under a touchdown and you feel good that, you know, in that five, six, six and a half range, you feel like TCU's going to stretch their legs. Does Kansas have the offensive attack to get a backdoor? It's 28, they score they 28 yards in the second half. Exactly. So if TCU gets off to a good start, negates the keep away vibe, which I'm sure Lance Leipold is going to try to employ here, because TCU's been had with the running game a little bit defensively. To me, I think it's it could be a three or four touchdown game. But if Kansas gets off to a good start, maybe gets a couple turnovers, gets the home crowd involved, I could see them churning out some yards. I've been the CEO of Rock Talk Jayhawk. I probably was on this wagon before anyone else. I actually had them to win outright at West Virginia as two touchdown underdogs. Someone mentioned as a letdown spot. This kind of catapulted them into this stretch where they then went on to beat Houston, subsequently beat Iowa State. As they've gotten more notoriety, I think it's put a magnifying glass on the fact that TCU hasn't. Yeah. And I think the job that Sonny Dykes has done. Incredible. Developing Max Dugans. Uh Inheriting a very tough job. Don't forget, Gary Patterson has a statue outside of the stadium. And he's still coaching in the state. They're in Fort Worth. Yeah, so (laughs) I think TCU is not just good enough to to cover this number. I think they're good enough to win the Big 12. So I I think this is is. game day being in Lawrence, great for all the Jayhawks. Mm -hmm. But I think it's ultimately going to be the catalyst for TCU onto bigger and better things this season. Max Dugan's unbelievable. I mean, he's an 85% passer on first down. He's never thrown more than 16 touchdowns in a season. He's 11 touchdowns, I think, one Iowa misses him interception. Ton, huh? Yeah, He wasn't the Spencer starter. <laughs> he wasn't the starter to begin the year. And, you know, injury happens. He steps in. He's top in passer efficiency. All right, Jared, before we let you run, we got a couple minutes left. What else is jumping out at you on Saturday's card? What's, what's an intriguing spot? So uh, LSU had a closed-door meeting with all their offensive skill position players. <laughs> Keep an eye on um, how we'll, – we'll see how aggressive Brian Kelly and that team is this week. I, 
I think Tennessee is going to score a bunch of points because the LSU secondary just let Auburn's quarterback throw for 330. So you think they're going to hold up their end of the bargain. But to me, LSU, I think, is going to be a little more aggressive. And listen, Jane Daniels hasn't thrown a pick. It's been pretty good in certain spots. And if they start to get a little more aggressive, 64. I mean, Tennessee could drop 40 in a heartbeat in this game. And I like the fact that the game's early. You don't have the night vibes of Death Valley throwing off any weird stuff. It's a sleepy 11 a.m. local start. This would have been so my favorite bet. Over there. This would have been my favorite bet of the weekend if it was a night game. What, on, on, LSU. on LSU? Yeah, I agree. I, I think Tennessee's very fortunate that it's not I a night I still game. think LSU wins outright. I like LSU yeah, in this yeah, spot. Yeah, I think it's a good spot. I, do have, I have a bet on them, but it's not one of my favorite bets. If it was a night game, I would, I would really, really like this spot. Yeah. Uh, Texas-Oklahoma, this, this line keeps moving. Uh, it's, it's back up to nine here at Circa. It's just bouncing up and down. I know it's going through dead numbers from seven to nine, so there's nothing really moving there. But you see right there, BetMGM, seven and a half. It's nine where we sit. It's eight at other spots. I mean, it's it's all over the place because of the uncertainty of Dylan Gabriel. Quinn Ewers is going to start. Uh, what would you do with this game? Anything? It was OU minus seven over the summer. I know. Right? Like, I mean, so talk about just completely flipping on its head. I, I think, to me, the Texas defense is really the, the unit that deserves a ton of credit. They're a top 25 team in yards per play allowed. And all of a sudden, Kwiatkowski, the defensive coordinator, second year, they bring in Gary Patterson, as we mentioned. I, I would say the Texas defense not getting enough love here. They hold Bama to 20 points. I think they cover. I think they blow out Oklahoma. I, I think Dylan Gabriel, that move to Bevel is huge. Of almost a full touchdown. So it's worthy of that on the line where it's moved. Is and Dylan of course been ruled team, out? I think the line's telling you Gabriel's not going to play. Still, if Gabriel plays, it's probably closer to a pick uh, yeah, I still think with Texas would be a favorite. But follow all of Jared's work at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. PicksWise.com. Notre Dame and BYU coming up tomorrow here in Las Vegas. We get a breakdown with Pete Sampson from The Athletic in studio next. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. I'm fired up because it's Notre Dame and BYU right here in Las Vegas at Allegiant. You know that if you had listened to the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast. Hey, if you're a college football better, VEASAN has a new podcast that is a must listen. The VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast releases three episodes every week to fully prepare you as a better VEASAN analysts and my co-hosts of VEASAN Primetime from 3 to 6, Monday through Friday. The ginger genius himself, Tim Murray, is also accompanied by Matt Newmans, Adam Burke, and Jonathan Von Tobel. They react to lines as soon as they are released, cover midweek games, discuss line movement, and give a betting breakdown for every major game on Saturdays. Hey, download and subscribe to VEASAN's College Football Betting Cast, but only do this if you like making money, because we're pulling for our pockets. We're trying to help you put more money in yours. Ha! Man. Subscribe to VEASAN's College Football Betting Podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts. You are on, you are on one today, sir. That's Sean King. I thought that was pretty good. That was, it, was, it was something. I thought that was fantastic. That's Sean King. Jeez. Uh, it's hard to get a compliment around this studio, man. Yeah, I win you money and you just break me when we have company in here. You're just a bad person. We have Pete Sampson from The Athletic, has covered Notre Dame. Welcome. How many years now, Pete? Oh, uh, this is my 22nd season. 22nd so I've, season. I've, uh, I've seen some things. <laughs> uh, Notre Dame in town to take on BYU. We've seen some uh, seen some folks uh, with some shamrocks uh, walking around. You're Are you more on the strip? What What does the vibe right now feel like? Uh, well, I could say it from O'Hare. A lot of Notre Dame people on my flight today um not thrilled about the two-hour delay but we made it um but yeah there's a lot of a lot of Notre Dame people in town I actually ran into uh or just passed by Jason Garrett in the lobby of oh, my hotel you so go. you know NBC's yep. uh analyst has made it into town as well but yeah there's I you know I said this I've been saying this for months like I think there's so many Notre Dame fans who are skipping going to Notre Dame this year to come here instead like this is this is sort of their Notre Dame home game but like up eight or nine levels we had uh derek stevens who was the owner of circa in studio last night and it wasn't only because of the notre dame byu game but you could sense there was just a little extra hop in his step this is going to be a big weekend october news normally is this question is actually for both of you guys because sean you coached for for a number of years at south florida i'm curious the, the bi-week preparation, you know, how much of an advantage, advantage is it for Notre Dame to be coming into this game 
with that bye week. I'll, I'll start with you, Pete, because it's an early bye week. You know, Marcus Freeman in his first year kind of trying to figure things out. So from what you've kind of gathered to this point, do you think it is a, a massive advantage for Notre Dame, a slight advantage? Where would you say? Slight and maybe just slight. Because okay. I think if Notre Dame, when they walked off the field at North Carolina, if they could have played the next day, they would have played the next day. Like, they felt good about themselves, mm-hmm. I think, for the first time all year where they're just like, this is sort of who we thought we were, and we want to get out there and show it again. So, yeah, were there, were there guys like Blake Fisher had a head injury? Logan Diggs with the shoulder. I mean, yeah, they had the the bumps and bruises that they benefit from the bye. But I think just sort of like the the mood of the team and sort of being locked in finally. I think they wanted to just get out there and play again right away. I think for me, it's who are you and when is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have like teams that are like Georgia, Alabama. I mean, it's college football playoff or bus. When those teams have a lot of veteran players, let's say last year for Georgia, it's completely a relaxation week. You want to get some reps for your younger players. Mm-hmm. You might have a first-year situation. Let's take Kansas, Lance Leopold's first year. It's a competitive week. Right. It's a we sat in front of the team. We broke down all of our games. These are the guys playing hard. This is your opportunity to become a starter at this university. So it kind of depends on who you are and when it happens. So for Notre Dame, I think if I was Marcus Freeman, or I can imagine, I know him pretty well, it would be about – our pursuit of perfection. Like for Notre Dame to get to the standard that he desires, they're never competing against an opponent, they're competing against themselves. So mine would have been about self-inflicted wounds. Uh, Penalties, whether they be false starts, whether they be bad uh, procedural things. Like where are we uh, putting road bumps in our own path? And it would be about cleaning that up. For me, that's what it would have been about. Yeah, I think, and Marcus, his approach was much more competitive for Mm -hmm. a bye week. Like, this was a regular practice week as if they were preparing for a game, maybe less so to like have new guys in the lineup or sorting out the depth chart more, just like get better because like as, as well as they played against North Carolina, that's one of four games, mm-hmm. the other three games, they had a lot to clean up. So I think that, you know, if you're a coach, you're focused more on the cleanup than, Hey, we felt really good about ourselves in Chapel. I would say my takeaway from the North Carolina game. And, you know, of course it's within a certain context because of, how abysmal North Carolina has been defensively. <laughs> but it was the first game where I felt like Notre Dame won the physicality battle. I agree. Like where they look like the tougher, more physical team. Yeah, I agree. And that doesn't take talent. So I'm sure that's something that Marcus is, is stressing. Like if we play with that level of intensity and commitment to finishing every play, then we can have success. Perfect example is Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Sunday night. That was a playoff game for Kansas City. First time they had met since losing the Super Bowl. You can see Tampa didn't match their intensity. One team dominated the other. Pete Sampson joining us in studio. Covers Notre Dame for The Athletic. At Pete Sampson underscore. uh, Has a tremendous podcast. I mean, probably the best podcast I've ever listened to in my life. Sometimes in spite of our guests. That's saying something. (laughs) Uh, The Shamrock. He was uh, silly enough to let me join in uh, this week. But I I do want to get to this game, Pete. Um, you know, I, I look at it, and I said this on, uh, I think I said it on our show last night, I think this is a really important game, I think you've even alluded to it, for Notre Dame and just how this season goes. Because, you know, the way college football is kind of set up now, you lose this game, I don't know, you've got a couple pros on that roster, do they say, what are we playing for? I feel like you win this game, you got Stanford, you got UNLV, Syracuse a little weird, but you could see the road to 6-2 and two to playing Clemson and maybe being a top 15 team. How important is this game for Notre Dame in your eyes to come out, not only play well and build off North Carolina, but to kind of salvage the season? I think it sets the glide path for the rest of the season one way or the other. Um, there's so much like, was North Carolina fool's gold? Because that, if that is the reality that you're coming out of, if you're Notre Dame, like you're in trouble at that point. Um, at that point, sort of everything's back on the table. Right. You maybe, lost to maybe, Marshall. Yeah, that's where Syracuse comes into play as a potential loss. Clemson is a, maybe a mountain too high. USC at the end of the year, you're going to be a decided underdog. So I think if they can get it tomorrow, they will be 6-2 and two going to Clemson or when Clemson comes to Notre Dame. Um, and at that point, I think you have – I hate the something to play for yeah. because, like, if you're a football player, you prepare 365 days a year to play 13 games. Like, you're not just going to mail that in. But I think it would make Notre Dame relevant again on November 5th when Clemson comes to South Bend. That that will be a game of national magnitude. 
And right now, Notre Dame's sort of off the radar a little bit because of the way that they started. Unfortunately for Marcus, Coach Freeman, this schedule is 20 times more difficult than when it first was presented to the public. UNLV's having their best season in forever. Now, I'm not saying Notre Dame should lose to them, but I'm saying they are much better than people presume. Syracuse, a lot of people had Dino Babers fired this offseason. They're sitting there undefeated, if I'm not mistaken. Clemson's kind of trudging along, but they're still Clemson. USC, who hasn't been any good in a decade, is now undefeated. So those are four of the remaining games. BYU, but a lot of people assumed that they were going to be good coming in. Four of those remaining games, those teams are a lot better than people thought pre-flop. I think it's five ranked teams as it stands today would be the first time since 2017 and only the third time since 2002. So... The schedule that Marcus Freeman inherited at Notre Dame is a lot different than your typical Brian Kelly schedule. Like, Brian Kelly beat 42 straight unranked teams. That's an impressive record. It's also a lot of unranked teams that you mm-hmm. play. Uh, and Marcus is not doesn't have that draw right now. And it's three top 10 teams, the Ohio State, Clemson, probably USC at the end of the year. Yeah. So, I mean, that's unique, too. Um, it's, it's a much different set of circumstances that Marcus Freeman is dealing with in year one that Notre Dame dealt with pretty typically over the last four or five years of Brian Kelly. The question that's interesting for me, and this is for you both because of your attachments to to Notre Dame, at the end of this, what is success for Marcus this year? Is it just making a bowl game? No. And then the pressure becomes building upon that next year? Is it over seven and a half wins? Like, what do you think is acceptable? Or is it not about the result as much as it is the process? Well, here's the problem with that, because at the beginning of the year, I thought 10 wins would be a very, very good season for Marcus Freeman year one, all he had to learn on the job. But what had to be married to that was you figured out who your quarterback of the future was, and that was supposed to be Tyler Buckner. Jacks up his shoulder against Marshall. He's out for the year. So that sort of long-term goal of figuring out who your guy is who can win a game in the playoff opposed to just get you there, that you're not going to be able to figure that out this year. So it's a, you have to sort of change your perception on like what what's achievable for success. Like could Marcus Freeman win nine games this year? Yeah. Um, but I think at that point it's figuring out who your quarterback is long-term, whether that's CJ Carr, the five-star kid who's in the 2024 class. Maybe he reclassifies. You got, you got to figure out some stuff long-term with your roster this year, which so it's recruiting base, it's transfer portal base. And you have to win enough games where people feel like, okay, you're you're in good shape. Can we keep you for one more? We haven't oh, yeah, even talked course. about the game. Notre Absolutely. Dame, BYU. And I want to pick your brain on the teams you've seen so far this year. More with Pete Sampson as we wrap up here on VSIN Primetime. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Attention BetMGM customers, have a friend who loves sports as much as you do. Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer-A-Friend program. Just sign in to your BetMGM account and click on Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet, with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Wrapping things up here on a Friday, it is VSIN prime time and the big game in town. The Raiders are out of town. Notre Dame and BYU will occupy Allegiant Stadium tomorrow night. Your current line has Notre Dame as a four-point favorite over BYU with a total of 51. Notre Dame beat reporter from The Athletic, Pete Sampson, Sean King, of course, Tim Murray with you. All right, Pete, let's just break down this game in your eyes. Just starting with the spread at four. Are you surprised from what we've seen so far this year that Notre Dame is a four-point favorite against 16th-ranked BYU? Yes. Yeah. I think the spread, they're, they're begging you to, to take BYU. Yes. Uh, and I, I understand why. I think Notre Dame, they've had one really good game. Uh, BYU beat Baylor. Um, I'm not saying they look great against Wyoming or Utah State. They didn't look great against Oregon, obviously. But, like, Notre Dame lost at home to Marshall. That is so true. That, that is 25% of what they put on tape this year. Their first half against Cal was awful. So for Notre Dame to come out here and be four-point favorites, yeah, that's that's surprising to me. The big thing in BYU, in my opinion, is can you match up on the edges defensively? They have height and speed at wide receiver. receiver now that they're group. healthy, that, to me, that's the big thing. That's what I'll be watching early in that game. You know, how do Notre Dame's corners and nickel match up with the BYU wide yeah, pass like catchers? Notre Dame's nickel is outstanding, maybe. I wouldn't say he's the best player on their defense. That's Isaiah Foskey, but he's he's second. Um, he's been a real surprise story this year. Tariq Bracey, number 20. Do they start Benjamin Morrison, number 20, a freshman? He basically took the job last week or two weeks ago at North Carolina. You know, how does he match up with BYU's receivers? Because there's there's some chunk plays to be had in BYU's offense. It's not it's not just sort of ground you on the mm-hmm. on you know at the line of scrimmage, the way Notre Dame is built now. So that's if you can stop BYU from and Jaron Hall from hitting some chunk plays in the past game, then then Notre Dame covering makes a lot of sense to me. You know, Jaron Hall is a guy, and I'm curious your your thoughts too, uh, Sean, on on what to expect from the the BYU quarterback. Notre Dame, and and correct me if I'm wrong, Pete, in your eyes, you know, I was surprised how how much they struggled keeping Jack Plummer, the Cal quarterback. Contain now that was three weeks ago, and and I think they improved a little bit against Drake May. Jaron Hall's a guy that's just slippery; he's hard to get down. Is that a big benefit for BYU come Saturday night? His escapability can Notre Dame contain uh, Jaron Hall enough? You know they haven't done a good job of that this year. I don't think Notre Dame's linebackers are very good when they're playing horizontally. Um, so if they're trying to read things out, that's an issue. Um, I would think that. The fact that it's the strength of Jaron Hall opposed to Plummer at right. Cal, it wasn't. I think that they sort of got taken by surprise there. You prepare for that with Jaron Hall, which means I think you should prepare better. Drake May, I think, had five rushing first downs in the North Carolina game, and I think three of them were on the opening drive, and then they did a pretty good job with him. So Here's what's surprising you about build up Jaron Hall. In five games, 34 rushes, only rushed for 66 yards. He's averaging 13 point game, 13.2 yards per game rushing, 1.9 yards per carry. A lot of times with a kid like Jaron Hall that's athletic, he gets so caught up in his draft evaluation 
there's he can't throw from the pocket like that he goes out of his way you see it with russell wilson a lot now he's almost allergic to running the ball yeah. so it looks like you're getting a good version of jaron hall because he's a lot easier to defend when he just stands there i mean the issue for me with Notre Dame, if if it's first and ten and jaron hall runs for six no problem the third and four is if it's where it third kills and four and he runs for six yeah. problem that's right. where so it kills you know jaron hall could have 20 yards in the game but three first downs yeah that's that's where notre dame has been hurt so far this year so the strength of notre dame coming into the year was their offensive line was both their lines right and the the core of running backs that was accentuated against North Carolina. BYU has shown, at least, you know, at least so far, that they can give up some yardage on the ground. If Notre Dame wins and covers, Pete, is it because they basically did the same game plan that they had in North Carolina tomorrow here in Vegas? Yeah, I think the offensive line comes out, plays like they did at North Carolina. I think Tommy Reese, I was, you know, when I went back and watched that tape, the number of personnel groupings that they put out of there. 21 personnel, two backs. I think they averaged more than 20 yards per play on the six plays they ran out of 21 personnel. It's just, it's a real pain to defend. And BYU's linebackers are good. They're certainly better than North Carolina's, but I don't think they're so good that they can't be manipulated by two back sets. Also, when you have Michael Mayer cutting underneath you with their tight end. So it's it's got to be built around playing in a box, beating you up, some misdirection. And if they get that, then I think that's how Notre Dame gets ahead. If I ever could talk to Tommy Reese, the one thing I would say is I think there are too many traditional mayor targets. I want his targets to be explosive but efficient. Mm. Like I want to create opportunities for him to be our big play component because we don't really have established big play guys elsewhere. To me, they throw him the ball way too much from 10 yards and in the line of scrimmage. I mean, so many of his catches are bang, bang. So many of his targets are you know, traditional yeah. tight end routes. Like, I think Tommy needs to get more creative with how he's using Michael. Yeah, I want to see him down the seam yes. at least a few times mm-hmm. this year. Some um, wheel routes, not... you know, some throwbacks. We did once yeah. against Cal, and that yeah. ball went about 20 <laughs> yeah. feet over his head. And that, I think, led to the uh, infamous uh, tirade from uh, from. But Tommy what Reese. happens, though, because Mayer draws so much attention, is the more vertical you put him in the concept, the more room it opens up for your checkdowns and your throws to your other guys. So, Tommy, I'm sure he knows that after doing a lot of uh, self-evaluation, a lot of times during the bye week, you basically scheme yourself. Right. Based on what we've done, what are our tendencies, what are the nuances when we're in this formation, this down and distance, and you kind of, you know, hopefully learn something. So maybe, you know, he sees that now that the amount of targets to mayor down the field to me are insufficient. Pete Sampson in studio with us, Notre Dame beat reporter for The Athletic. Um, Got a couple minutes left. I like when we have smart and knowledgeable guys. Your prediction, how does this game play out? Uh, By the way, this is called the Shamrock Series. And uh, Notre Dame, not this has anything to do with tomorrow's game. Do they get like a big leaf? Or is there (laughs) something that changes hands from the loser There's no trophy. (laughs) There should be. Well, they would own it because they're 10-0 in it. Uh, But uh, this might be the first or second time they've played a, a Maybe third time they played a ranked opponent. They usually don't play that stiff of competition. No, no. It was Arizona State was ranked. Wisconsin last year. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they were an underdog in that yeah. game. How do you see this game playing out? Pete, I have Saturday? Notre Dame 33-28, so okay. just, you know, just over the number. I think that who Notre Dame showed themselves to be at North Carolina is who they're going to be the rest of the year, at least maybe not against Clemson, maybe not against USC. But I think Notre Dame found something – couple weeks ago and then you've eliminated sort of the stage fright drew pine that showed up against cal he's played really well since i think tommy reese is calling games really well they after the first quarter they averaged 11.6 yards on first down Mm. at north carolina so he was dealing i think that will continue this weekend um you know but jaron hall is more than good enough to put up points on him's defense right i think the defensive line is great i think the linebackers are kind of a sneaky weakness Mm -hmm. for them uh, and their secondary is just okay. So they're, it's not a lockdown defense, but uh, they should be able to get after Jaron Hall. Never forget Marcus got his opportunity because of what he did on defense. Mm-hmm. He's looking at that schedule. Oregon held him to 20, so that means it's possible to defend him and stop him. I, I know he's looking at that as a number, you know, in a perfect world. We give up some yardage, hold him to field goals, don't give up touchdowns, especially in, a, in red zone, limit the explosive plays. You know, get off the field on third down. I know that's how he's going to approach it. Offensively, they're probably going to be, let's see if we can establish the run. It was such a key ingredient in the North Carolina game. 
you know, being able to run the ball when the other team doesn't want you to, that's when you're really good, you know, in that area. And then you limit the quarterback from mistake exposure, exposing him to too many third and seven and eights, you know. Yeah, you don't want him trying to make plays. Yeah, he's got to try and fit balls in the tight windows because a lot of times you're the better team. The only thing it should be the turnovers. And I I would say Tommy Reese, I thought, called a really good game against UNC, made it easier for him. Do you have a prediction, Sean? Uh, I just hope it's a great game. <laughs> you know, Cop out. I'm a Baptist, you know, so we stay <laughs> out of these other religious conflicts. You know what I mean? Pete, we have uh, we have 30 seconds. I'm real curious. I didn't give you enough time. Do you think uh, Brian Kelly succeeds at LSU? Not to the level of what they consider success at LSU. Because success at LSU is national championships. That's it. If you don't win national champions, you don't beat Nick Saban, you're not a success. I have a hard time seeing him really doing either of those things. Uh, certainly the titles, but just beating Nick Saban. Good good, good luck, luck to you. Yeah. Not a lot of people get to do that. That's Pete Sampson. Follow him at Pete Sampson underscore. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. This has been V-CIN, a primetime Femi and Wes coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.